on the line, Teddy Reader, Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Mr. Reader. Good morning, Mr. Ven, Mr. Lucky. Ted, how are you? Yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> well, you can, but no one's going to listen. No. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares, Ted. Hey, uh, before we get into doing some grilling, uh, we wanted to share this with you because I thought it was interesting, and, and I'd like to talk or see your take on this. Um, more than half of people, when asked, think their cooking at home could compete with professional celebrity chefs. Now, maybe that's got a lot to do with uh, all the cooking shows that are on. But I disagree with that, like, 100%, because I, I fancy myself... A decent enough home uh, cooker, uh, uh, chef of some sort in my home. But my food never, I find, never really comes to the level of a celebrity chef or a, a professional chef like yourself. There's, there's these extra steps that you guys take that you would think for the common chef would be pretty simple to follow. But we, I think for most of us, we never quite get there. I, I, I'd have to agree with you. Um, you know, cooking at home and cooking uh, in a restaurant are two different things. I bet, right. When you're cooking at home, you're cooking for your family, your friends, you know, you maybe you do a big party of 30 or 40 people mm. and you'll prep for two or three days to get your, your acting gear. Um, being a chef is a whole different story mm -hmm. and it's about being organized and you're not just cooking one dinner. Uh, you're preparing multiple different dishes. And so, you know, if all you had to do was cook a brisket every day and that was it, mm -hmm. that's one thing. But when you've got to cook multiple different meats and multiple different pros, uh, um, produce and uh, prepare sauces and marinades and rubs and drizzles and do all of the things that go into it, uh, it's not as easy as you think. And there's a lot of work that goes into it, and it's long, hard work, and it's not a not an easy gig to be in. I've been in the cooking game for over 35 years, and uh, one, I love it, but there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, I can do that. I'm a chef," and and it's not just about being able to cook; it's being able to manage and to strategize and think ahead, and it's really about well getting organized mm -hmm. yeah but uh, not only that ted it's an understanding i think of, of flavor because a few years ago uh craig and i were judging a competition that you were putting up at the backyard barbecue show and and i remember they had a you had a like three or four professional chefs there and they were just basically putting out almost like single bites in a very quick competition but you had you know some of these things we tasted them it was like the best thing we'd ever tried but it was all put together very very quickly yeah, it, it, it's a it's a thing about you know it's uh, it's similar to being in the in the military, and I've never been in the military, but uh, there's a there's an order that goes through in a kitchen, mm. and you have to think ahead and you have to strategize on how you're going to make that dish. So chefs think on the fly very quickly mm -hmm. uh, because things happen, and one customers are never consistent. So you may put a steak on the menu and then you get a customer that says, well, I don't want garlic and or I don't want that sauce or I don't want that vegetable and I don't want this and I don't want that. And is it gluten free and is it vegetarian? And, is, you know, there's a million things and every customer changes that when they come into the joint and they're, um, you know, they say, uh, 
I want gluten-free. And I'm like, well, we're not a gluten-free kitchen. We can do the best we can for you. But if you're, if you're celiac, that's one thing. If you just don't eat gluten, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And so you have to adapt and you have to change. Uh, and especially if you're in the middle of a shift and you're trying to bang out 200 other plates, um, it's not an easy gig. Those who, 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 think they can they should come and try it for a weekend uh, <laughs> a weekend even and see if they can handle yeah. it because it's a whole other ball game you know ted I, I think i when reading this uh this morning and talking about it with lucky earlier uh, i use my mother-in-law as a good example of someone who just seems to have the touch and some do and some don't she can take the cheapest piece of roast from your you know just generic grocery store uh, throw it in the oven and it comes out and it melts in your mouth and then somebody else can buy the most expensive prime rib uh, this that or the other thing and and screw it up like it, there's just and i know it's with seasoning salts and, and 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 all of that but there's there is just a real touch to it that some people have and some people can never get that's true that's true some people just can't cook and uh and other people you know and they realize it and then there's a lot of people and this pandemic is definitely showing that a lot of people want to learn how to cook and they're spending more time at home cooking especially when all of the restaurants were closed um grocery stores were making tons and tons of money and restaurants weren't making anything Mm. because people are just buying groceries and they're cooking at home and they're not going out to eat and it's it's uh it's a tough game to be in, and it's not an easy game to be in. Um, it's, it's it's a painful game. The restaurant game is painful. Yeah, and that's uh, and there and there's no other way to describe it. And it's going to change, and it's going to you know you have to adapt and conquer every day. There's um, there's always problems, and if you think it's going to be smooth and easy, uh, it's never going to be that way. And if you had to pick something, Ted, for the home cook to improve their cooking or, or common mistakes you see, is it, does it come in seasoning and spices or ingredients? Well, it, it, it's the way that you shop and it's ingredients. I mean, you can make something taste great with with just using a little bit of salt and pepper. And it, it, it's how you shop. Uh, I was I was talking to a friend the other day about chicken breasts. And and we were in the grocery store, and I said, "Well, when you're, what chicken breast would you buy?" And he would just pick up a tray, mm. and I'm like, "Well, the three breasts in that package are similar in size, and then you got this one tiny little breast in there, so that tiny breast is going to overcook, uh, or cook faster than the other breasts." And so when you're shopping, you look for uniformity. So try and buy all the chicken breasts so they're exact same size. Mm-hmm. Look through the trays and go. Okay, well, there's two tiny ones and two big ones in this tray. I don't want that. Try and find a tray that has four uniformly sized chicken breasts or chicken wings or chicken legs or a steak or, or anything along those lines. That way, when you're cooking, you're, it's consistent all the way through. Very good, Teddy. Now, before we move along, I, I had to mention this. I want to talk about your wiener. Can we talk about your wiener? Oh, God, you pervert. <laughs> Here's a man who does so many, you know, you, you cook amazing things and you do very elaborate stuff. And we've all been through your cookbooks and there's some great, amazing things. And then you post something that I uh, cannot get out of my head and I want to do uh, very, very soon. It was just your wiener in a crescent roll. Yeah, that's it. Three, uh, three ingredients, basically. Uh, crescent rolls, you buy them in a tube, right? Yeah. Crack it open, roll it out, make those little triangles, 
brush each triangle of dough with uh, mustard, any kind of mustard you want. Dijon mustard, honey mustard. Honey mustard's really good on it. All right, any kind of uh, mustard you, you, you want to put on it, brush it on that dough. Take a hot dog, lay it across, roll it up. Put it on a baking sheet and bake it in the oven at 350, 375 degrees, uh, 25, 30 minutes until the pastry's golden brown. And I like to brush, um, I like to sprinkle the top with a little bit of everything bagel seasoning on the oh, dough before I bake it. Very nice. Nice touch. And that's it. The and then touches. serve it with mustard on the side. And it's yeah. a great thing for the kids. And they can eat them hot or they can eat them cold and they can take them for lunch. And sometimes, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. I took the other day, I had uh, a roll of uh, the dough. And I rolled it out, and I had leftover uh, chicken pot pie filling. And I put it in an ice cube tray when I had it, and I froze all these little squares. And I wrapped that square of chicken pot pie filling in the triangle of dough. (laughs) And then baked that in the oven. Ah, And so you get these chicken pot pie bites. Beautiful. Well, that sounds amazing, Ted. And it's just fun and simple. Like, you don't have to go crazy. Right. There are great products in the grocery stores that can make your life easy mm-hmm. and help you get a dinner on the table pretty quickly. We're all busy, and uh, trying to put a, ta- a dinner out sometimes is, is not an easy thing. No, for sure, Teddy. And if people uh, need some tips on uh, grilling, they can certainly get a hold of you at any time. Or they can grab your new cookbook. It's not necessarily new-new. You've had it out for a while, but it is available. It's your most recent uh, cookbook, and it's what, the 22nd? It's it's my twenty second book, wow. and it's uh, it's um, a revamp of a, a book that I wrote in two thousand eleven, which was called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Smoking Food, <laughs> and this is uh, called Kitchen Sessions, uh, Smoking Foods, and uh, all brand new recipes in there. Lots of stuff going on. Information on if you're looking to buy a smoker or get into smoking foods, it's a perfect book to get things rolling. It'll yes. give you an idea of what kind of smoker to buy, um, and then teach you the basics of getting into smoking so that you can, you know, smoke some food and have some fun. Beautiful. How can they uh, find that book? Where can they find it? Oh, your best, uh, Amazon has got it online. That's where, that's the easiest spot to find it. Done and done. Teddy, if people want to talk to you about anything, grilling your wieners or cooking at home or anything, doesn't matter, any topic, Teddy's got an answer. How do they get a hold of you? You'll find me in social media at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, The Joint.